DJ and PK, we are joined now by the former Utah football player, Ryan Lacey. He's on the Sprint special guest line. Sprint makes it safe and easy to get what you need online. Visit Sprint.com for online services and local store availability. Ryan, good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy Friday. Happy Friday. Thanks for coming on with us. We appreciate it. So no problem. We, we saw what you tweeted out about uh, the language, the racial slur you accuse uh, Morgan Scally of using. And I'm, I'm curious... What was the situation? Was it a one-time situation? Was it something that happened more than once? Uh, uh, no, it, it, it was a one-time situation. Um, and I was a freshman when it happened. And it was a quick thing that happened, you know, at practice. And I, I just held on to it for, for a long time, you know. And I just kind of, that, that word just made me look at that coach a little different. So then when I was I was a senior and, uh, you know, I went through my career, I decided to approach him and, you know, tell him that, you know, this wasn't right. And, you know, I held on to this for so long. And, you know, we did kind of get an apology from it. And uh, we moved on. Did you report it to anybody during that time, during your time at Utah? I did not. But, you know, there were teammates around when that word was used. Um, and, I, 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 yeah, I didn't report it to anybody. I didn't feel like I had the place as a freshman to go report it, or I, I, I didn't know. Kind of, kind of set the scene for us because players spend a lot of time around coaches. There's times right. in meetings and meeting rooms. There's times on the practice mm-hmm. field. You know, on the practice field, somebody your coaches yell at players from thirty yards away. So, right. what happened? What was the situation? Um, uh, the situation is. Uh, I mean, I don't want to disclose exactly what happened. Uh, just you know. But uh, it was used at practice um, uh, in front of me and a couple other players, and uh, it was a, it was a disrespectful thing to say, and um, and, and we dealt with it. And um, right now, the situation at hand is what um, uh, the, the racially uh, explicit text that that family was sent. Did you know about the text messaging? So when this story came out, it wasn't a surprise to you. I did not know about the text message. I saw the article, and uh, I went to the article, and I was reading through, and I hit Twitter, and I'm never really on Twitter that much. And I saw the family getting a lot of backlash from um, from um, what they felt like was explicit in the text. And so I replied based on, you know, protecting the family, not really thinking that anyone was going to see it, just, you know, that I've experienced that too, so they weren't alone. So I was standing with the family, and I wasn't expecting it to blow up and be on any platform, but it did. Yes, it definitely did. So I'm curious, have you been uh, contacted? The U's doing an investigation. Have you been contacted, and if so, by who? Um, I, I wouldn't want to disclose that information either, but I have I've spoken to my university rep, and uh, we're going to handle it kind of that way. So we have you saying that he called you the word, and then we know that he's admitted that he sent it to a family in a text. Do you know of right. any other instances with any other former teammates that it may have been said? I, I do not. I mean, I had my the, my incident with him, and that was mine. And I mean, if anybody else has, I, I wouldn't know about it. But I do see a lot of uh, former players coming out with their truth and, and you know the experience they have with that coach. And you know, um, other than that, I, I didn't. I haven't heard them say it to anyone else, or you know. So, have you been in touch with the players who were around who witnessed the uh, the 
when he used it with you? You said what? You said there were some other players I, there. I, I have not uh, spoken to anyone. I kind of I'm not really a social media guy, and once it blew up, like I just kind of shut down. Like I, I wasn't reading any other tweets or reaching out to anybody. I was just commenting on that um, post of the family, just uh, you know, to send with them, and uh, and, and yeah. So, Ryan, when I was growing up, it was understood in my generation, man, if you use that word, that was the ultimate insult. And it's just something that you just did not do, even in whatever conversation and whatever situation you were in. What does that word mean to you and to your generation, do you think? It's a deep word because, you know, I we have ancestors that um you know, are of the African-American descent. And if that word was used around my grandpa, you know, back in, you know, it's just something that it's not okay at all. Uh, to me, you know, whether it, the word is used a lot more loosely now by a lot, a lot of people, but to, to, you know, from a, you know, white coach perspective, to call another black kid that is, is the ultimate disrespect in my book. Um, but that that word is it was it's not even used. My dad won't even let me use that word in my household. So that's the kind of how deep it is for my family. But it's it's way deeper than the word because the word has a lot of history behind it, you know. And the history is not good history. It's history of oppression of of our of our people, and that's just something that you don't do, you know. And and that's what it is. Ryan Lacey joining us, former Utah defensive back. So some of the players who have come out uh, have spoken about uh, both to us but to other publications as also have said uh, in their opinion, in their interaction, uh, you know, there are issues with Morgan that need to be addressed, but they don't right. want to see him let go. Is that how you feel uh, or you feel differently? I, 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 would, I, I would never want to see, you know, uh, uh, anyone lose their career over a mistake because we all make mistakes. And, you know, and, and we can all come, recover from mistakes. And um, I, I would not want to see him, you know, he has a family, you know, he has a wife. And I would not want to see, you know, him lose his job over a mistake. You know, I, I, I forgive him and I feel like, you know, it, it, we can all forgive him. But it's just something that, you know, it, it's a mistake at the end of the day. You said by the time you were a senior, I want to make sure that this is correct. It was said uh-huh. to you as a freshman, and so then a few years later, when you were a senior, he approached you and apologized. How did you react at that time? We know what you're saying now, but at that time, how did you react? Um, well, I approached him initially with my truth of how I held on to that word, and you know, and I wanted him to know that you know I felt some type of way for him saying that. But when I got the apology, I just I didn't. I didn't feel satisfied, but it was an apology, you know, and I, I didn't take it on with me after that. You know, it's just, just something that I wanted to let out, and I was more um, uh, relieved that I got that off my chest than wanting an apology. Like, I'm glad that he heard that, you know, I was upset about that. So uh, you've, you've mentioned this a couple times, and I don't know how to kind of summarize it, just so right. I need a little clarification. The, the mm-hmm. apology... It was heartfelt. You felt it 100%. There was a little bit of a hang-up there. You couldn't fully... It, 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 it was a little bit of an excuse of, uh, I've done this with my old teammates, and this is kind of something that, like, I didn't mean to, but it was like it, more of like I, I, meant I was joking with you more than like, oh, I apologize if that hurt you. It wasn't an apology like that. It was more of like, oh, I was joking around, like, it, it, you know, I didn't mean it like that. 
Okay, so at the time when you say he said it, in your mind, there was no question that it wasn't a joking situation. I'm sorry, can you uh, repeat that? At the time he said it, in your mind, it wasn't a situation in which it was meant lighthearted. It wasn't a joke. Uh, the word period, it wasn't a joke to me. Whether he said it in a joking manner or he said it serious, it wasn't a joke at all. It was the word that, that was what we're talking about. You say this bothered you over the course of the three years or so. Uh, did you yeah. have any con- any other conversations with the teammates who witnessed it and how they took it and how they processed it and how they felt about it over time? Um, n- not exactly. When it happened, the teammates I was around, we all looked at each other and a like a confused, okay, whatever type thing. We're at practice and we let it go. And when I did approach him, I did speak to one player about the situation at hand, and, and uh, Morgan actually apologized to both of us at the same time. It wasn't just me alone. It was another player that was apologized to during that time. What's your relationship with the University of Utah football program now, Ryan? Um, I have a great relationship. I go to every single game. I'm still in touch with Coach Shaw very closely. I love him to death. Um, I'm, uh, you know, every game I'm there in California. I'm still in touch with a lot of my teammates, but I feel like I have a great relationship with the University Utah program, football program. So, you are you living in Sacramento now? Yes. So when you go to the games, are you talking about going to Stanford or Cal or maybe down to L.A.? Yeah, Stanford, Cal, and then, you know, they played out here in uh, Levi Stadium twice, and I'm there. Yeah, you're right. Um, Do you have uh, any knowledge of any other coaches on the staff saying this besides Morgan Scali? Not at all. No, that was one incident with uh, uh, Coach Scali, and that's about it. I haven't heard it from anybody, and I've – yeah, well, we've hit you with a lot of questions here and all in a row, and you've answered them. I'm curious if there's anything that we don't know to ask that you want to share with us. Um, I just well, I want to say something. Go Utes, first of all. And um, I, this one incident does not define uh, the university as, or the program or uh, the alumni, my brothers. As, uh, so, I mean, hopefully at the end of this we can all – come through this in, in, in a positive light and, uh, you know, continue to play football again because University of Utah is one of the most prestigious universities and great pro- football programs out there. And I had a great time uh, playing with my brothers and uh, that's it. Well, Ryan, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for joining us. I, I guess one more thing. Did you have a good relationship with Coach Shaw. Did you ever talk to him about this? I have not. I, I never did. Um, I never did. It was something that was just, you know, kind of something I held on to and brushed under the rug until I had the opportunity to present it to Scully. All right. Well, Ryan, we appreciate a few minutes. Thanks for coming on with us. No problem. All right, there's Ryan Lacey, the former Utah defensive back, and he was on Twitter a few days ago, uh, as he said it, uh, supporting the people he saw who were, uh, you know, you, you, you say something on Twitter, you can get blasted, and so I can see... I can see the logic he presented there, PK. He felt like he was sticking up for another family he thought was taking heat, sharing his personal experience. Well, you know, going forward, these are serious uh, accusations or yeah. a singular accusation, and I would think that that would be a significant part of the investigation. Now, I don't know what he wants to do regarding that. I mean, I cannot relate to this whatsoever, not 1%.
I mean, obviously no one would say that to me. And plus when you're a freshman and you're 17, 18 years old and you've got authority figures, uh, I don't know that, you know, you could say, well, why didn't he scream out and run to Kyle Whittingham or Sharif Shaw or whomever he felt comfortable with? Well, yeah, okay, you can say that, but I can't say that the that this young man at the time he was a young man, he's obviously older now that he should have been able to do that because if it happened, uh, would you be scared? Would you be baffled? What would you do? I don't know what you would do. You know, there's so many things that we say, Oh, in this situation, I would have done this. I would have done that. You know, the one thing I've learned uh, across the span of my life is I don't know how I would react unless I was in that situation. And obviously I would never be in that situation. So that's a double whammy against me. So I have no form of being able to relate to how to respond, how to receive it, what to do. I would think though, if I'm, if I'm the U of U and I'm hiring an outside firm to investigate this, well, I don't really need to investigate so much the accidental text that was sent to the family of the receiver because that's already been admitted. And they could easily solve that. And there's nothing really to solve, but I mean, they can get to the bottom of that with a one or two phone calls because Morgan Scally has already admitted that. And to me, that's, it's not water under the bridge, but those are facts that are proven. It's the other stuff as far as, was there a systematic, uh, a what am I looking for? A, a pattern. Pattern, yeah, pattern of behavior, pattern. right. Yeah, pattern, you know, because then that becomes extremely problematic. I'm not here to say that Morgan Scally did it. I certainly am not here to say he's a racist and all these types of things, because those are serious accusations that I really have no idea. In my experience, the answer would be no. That's the whole, but I can only look at it through my eyes. But I would think the investigation would include that. And Ryan Lacey saw fit to go public. I mean, he literally says Morgan Scally called me the N word that ends in an A. And, you know, I do appreciate that he said that people have gotten loose with that word. And I, I think we would all acknowledge that that's a fact. And, and I think you and I growing up, man, that was there was no way. There was way. no way. <laughs> there was n- the Sniggledorf household. What would happen to me? Boy, there was no way. But and I don't remember who it was that came on who pointed out it's not just in in movies, but, you know, you can hear it in the movies now. You know, it's not just a music thing. Um, and so in popular culture, it's out there. But. A word that's as loaded as that word, I mean, you know, there's got to be a relationship, a real strong relationship and a lot of confidence because that word, as well as Ryan just said, I mean, that word carries a lot of weight with it. Just, I mean, to say it carries big negative overtones with it is a huge understatement. Um, that, and yet it is thrown out there in entertainment, in music and movies, like it's not a big deal. But I think in inter- an interpersonal situation, it usually is a big deal. Uh, and as far as a, a 17 or 18-year-old, and I don't know how old he would have been there as a freshman, but as a freshman come on, an authority figure, uh, I mean, I can look back at when I played high school basketball, and there were no racial overtones to it, um, but there was language that I think would absolutely be questionable, improper in some people's mind, and I heard it used repeatedly, and I never mentioned it. I had, a, I had a basketball coach who routinely dropped F-bombs. Routinely. <clears throat> and if it had gone to parents, it could have been a big deal. And apparently it never did. We never, as players, we never really talked about it. I mean, I can remember thinking, I can't believe this guy's dropping this language like this. But I wanted to play, and I was on to the next thing. And he wasn't dropping it at me either. He was more a team thing. 
Oh, so it wasn't individuals. It wasn't. It wasn't calling out one person or two gotcha. people. You know, you got to bleep and take care of the ball. You know, but it was it was repeated. I mean, literally a dozen f bombs in a practice. Sure, I'm sure that happened. I mean, we're going back a bunch of years, but yeah, it was routine. It was it was routine, and he was. And I'll say this: he was he was a good coach, but he had a very positive impact on my life. A very, I mean, when when my job was in danger, and his, I could just hear him saying, "Do the next thing right. Don't worry about everything. Do the next thing right." You know, he would have totally signed. Uh, honestly. Same era, same mentality as Jerry Sloan. The guy played college basketball in the 60s, and he was coaching high school basketball in the 70s and 80s. And the same mentality. So if you can see Sloan dropping F-bombs on the sideline, then you can see my high school coach. This guy coached me in the 10th and 12th grade. And he he was dropping them on the sideline. You know, he didn't do it during games, though. He knew not to do that. But in practice, you know. But I, I never said anything. I never said anything to my parents. I never complained. Now, it wasn't directed at me, so that's a little different. But I kind of think I wouldn't have if it had been directed at me. If I would have complained to my mother, she would have just told me STFU. There might have been some parents. A million times. I don't know all the parents. I don't know all the parents on the team, so I don't know how they all would have reacted. But I know the community and all that. And if all the parents had known, several of them would have reacted. Everybody wanted to play, and nobody challenged an authority figure. So, I mean, I do kind of get that mentality for the people who are saying, well, why didn't he say something? I mean, he's, he's tight with Sharif Shah, and yet he never told Shah about it, you know? So, and he said he didn't tell anybody about it. Well, yeah, then, I mean, you got, that's what this, this investigation is going to be so intriguing to me, because do you bring in somebody like a Sharif Shah and say, Sharif, have you ever used this word? And so what, what's he going to, does Sharif have to get a lawyer here? involved is his job on that online i don't know i mean where are we going with this i i think that if they want to keep morgan and i've said this before and i still believe it i haven't heard anything different if they want to keep morgan and i think they do because they could have let him go if they didn't uh but they can't have surprises after the investigation so the investigation needs to be really thorough right so if i'm morgan i get a lawyer too because if you're going to fire me for doing this well what about him 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 and him if I have references to them, That's, whoever them might be, yeah. I don't know. Maybe no one's done it. Maybe no one's done it and everyone is clean, if you consider that clean or dirty. I don't know. I mean, language is loaded. I don't even know if I'm using loaded language <laughs> right. as I speak. No, but I, I think to your point, you know, if that's the line in the sand and if one coach crosses it and if one coach loses his job over it, then if other coaches cross that line in the sand, how come, you know, when they have to get the same penalty? Uh, are people going to get lawyers? Uh, this is America in 2020. The answer to that question is yes. People are going to get lawyers. Well, yeah, I don't blame them. Because right. if the other I, side has one, you yeah. that's what it was explained to me that very recently. Well, wait a second. If they've got one, you should have one too. I guess the one thing that um, has surprised me, and I've second-guessed myself about whether it should have, is that we've now talked to multiple players and they don't line up in exactly the same spot with Morgan. You know, there are some who are completely just, they're all in on Morgan. I mean, they love Morgan, right? There's others who think they're issues, but they've never heard that word used. And now we have Ryan who says, well, that word was used. But across the board, the one thing they all have in common is nobody wants Morgan to lose his job. 
That's the public position. Now, maybe privately they would say something else, but we've asked multiple players on the air now, and we've seen Chris Camrani and other people have been reporting on it. I have not seen one player say, I think he should lose his job. We've seen players on Twitter you know, putting themselves out there, not being interviewed by somebody, but putting themselves out on social media saying he shouldn't lose his job. Right. And for, you know, this is the kind of word that can cost people their job, you know, in the abstract. We all know that. And yet every person we have spoken to or seen on Twitter has said, no no one has said he should go. And many of them have said he he should not go. He should stay. Including Ryan. Yeah, absolutely. Not something I probably would have guessed going into all of this. Well, I think between Ryan Lacey was like the last voice, so to speak. I think Chris Camrani had the definitive piece in print. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal job that Chris did. There's Re- no question really about it. Really good work. Really good and, work. And yes, some of the best sports journalism I've ever seen. So I commend him. So you take that, and I don't think he spoke to Lacey. I read, this, I read the piece, and I've spoken to Chris. I don't think he ever spoke to Lacey. I could be wrong on that. But now you got he did tremendous work. Chris did. So you got that over there. Now we've got Ryan Lacey. And to back up what you're saying, I don't believe any of these folks that Chris interviewed. And then Lacey here over saying what he just said on the air. You're right in terms of no one that I'm aware of is calling for his resignation. And it seems like there's the support for him to continue to keep the work. And so I wonder how that will factor into everything. Uh, and you know, what will the public reaction be? Because you look at the Dobble Sweeney thing, and he's getting reaction for, well, you should have fired this individual who said it back then. Now, the U of U hasn't reached a conclusion, so there's no backlash on a decision because no decision has been made. But eventually here, and eventually being shorter than longer, that there will be a decision made and then that becomes a huge story and whatever that decision is either way becomes a huge story because the double sweeney thing is a story well for the utes when they reach that decision yes or no that becomes a story and will there be blowback if he stays Will be the blowback if he's fired for that matter the answer is yes and yes there will be people who will not like the decision, whatever the decision is. And if they've made it, it's not public. You know, what, whatever they're thinking, they're, they're holding their cards close, right? And do the investigation and don't let anything leak. But whatever is decided, people are going to be upset with it. This is not, there is no unity in the community on this one. If he is kept, there will be people who are upset. If he is let go, there will be people who are upset. Uh, people are going to be upset. I, I don't see any way around that. Yeah, but I like what Ryan said. You know, Morgan has a family and all those types of things. So even though whether it was said or not, I can't vouch for it. I can only take uh, uh, Lacey at his word. But yet he has compassion for Morgan Scally. That appears to be true, right? Yeah. All right, DJ and PK, we're brought to you in part by Syringa Networks, home to complete business telecom and IT solutions, backed by an industry-leading SLA that guarantees the uptime your business needs. It's effective communications for 21st century Utah. Get started now at syringanetworks.net.